while still in the midst of the joy, the wonderment, the awe, and the power of the mystery of the incarnation of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we are associating a text which the Church seems to have misplaced a bit for this feast of the baptism of the Lord. The baptism of the Lord being the second of three manifestations of the Lord's epiphany. The first being the arrival and adoration of the Magi, today's feast of the baptism of Jesus by John in the Jordan River, and the third, the wedding feast of Cana, where Jesus works his first sign or miracle at the beginning of his public ministry. A text associated with the feast of the baptism of the Lord is that of the servant or the suffering servant found in the prophet Isaiah. This is the first of four times in which Isaiah speaks of this mysterious suffering servant, the other times being in chapters 49, 50, and 52-53. These readings are usually and rightfully associated with Lent and with the Paschal mystery of Christ's death and resurrection. Isaiah chapter 42, though, the first of the suffering servant songs, is given why. What's the connection between Christmas, the baptism of Jesus, and Lent. The early Christians reflected on the life of Jesus and attributed to him, the Messiah, the title of the suffering servant, understanding these texts from the prophet Isaiah as speaking about Jesus. Jesus, whom we see, understand, experience and acclaim as Son of God and as light to the nations, he who brings salvation. The baptism of Jesus takes place wholly within the baptism which St. John the Baptist both preached and administered. His baptism was a call to repentance and reconciliation as well as an immediate life-changing preparation for the coming of God's kingdom. At the baptism of Jesus by John in the River Jordan, at the start of Christ's public ministry, the heavens opened. The Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus in the form of a dove, and a voice was heard from heaven, You are my Son, my Beloved, with you, I am well pleased. This being reminiscent of the voices of the angelic heavenly choirs at the birth of Christ and their proclamation to the shepherds, as well as the story of the transfiguration from the second Sunday of Lent, where once again we see the heavens open, the voice of God the Father is heard declaring of Jesus, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. 
On his way to Jerusalem with James and John and the other apostles, who were jockeying for favor, for position, and for assurance that they would sit one on his right, the other on his left in his kingdom, Jesus speaks of the baptism of his bodily death for the remission of our sins, assuring the apostles that they would indeed participate in this baptism of his death. At his baptism in the Jordan, our Lord anticipates this baptism of the cross. He links his baptism today with the holy and life-giving passion, death, and resurrection as a baptism or a drinking of the cup of suffering for the sake of the world. At the death of Christ on the cross, the heavens were opened, the heavens which had been closed as a result of the sin of Adam and Eve. Today, the heavens are opened, and the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove descends and hovers over Jesus and the waters, this an image of creation and the new creation being wrought by Christ Jesus. Jesus voluntarily submits himself to the baptism of St. John, a gesture manifesting his self-emptying and his oblation to the Father for the sake of the world. As suffering servant, Messiah, and Redeemer, Jesus alone atones for the sins of the people and saves them, us, from just punishment at the hands of God. While restoring Israel and her relationship with God, he calls the world to conversion and repentance, beginning our restoration to the divine image and likeness which was tarnished by sin and its consequences. In the baptism of Jesus in the River Jordan, we have present sensory manifestations of the Blessed Trinity, the Father in the voice from heaven, the Son in the person of Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove. May this epiphany of God in our midst, the baptism of Jesus, draw us ever more profoundly into holy communion with the Blessed Trinity.